Okay. Good morning to you. I don't know who's there. Myself green. There's been quite a lot of issues here this morning, uh, but hopefully everything will be sorted now. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, good. So, hopefully we've had a look at the passage that we're sharing today in Acts chapter 10 and chapter 11 of Acts 18. Quite a lot to get through here, but it can all be summarised really in chapter 11, 1 to 18. But let's look from um, chapter 10. But before we do that, I wonder how many of us know uh, people outside of church life that we would as being good people. People that will belong God when they're in a time of need. People that will do deeds, shopping for neighbours and um, look after those around them, they will be seen as good people. And I've been to funerals where the person taking the funeral said, oh, this person was a good person. But we'll see in this passage we share together um, that Cornelius was a good person. But this doesn't really get him into heaven. And uh, this is what we'll see this morning. We see the start of the first missionary journey where Peter is involved in reaching out to the Gentiles. But angels are involved, men are involved, and ultimately God is involved. So that sums it up, really, the whole um, verses that we're looking at this morning. But let's look uh, from chapter 10. So who was Cornelius? Cornelius, he was a centurion, which means he was a leader of the Roman army. He had uh, 100 men or so, and he led them, and they obeyed everything that he said. Now, Cornelius was a God-fearing man, man, which means he prayed to God. He worshipped God, but he didn't actually believe in the power of God. He wasn't a proselyte, which means he didn't commit to the Jewish faith either. But he was a good man. He gave to the poor. He collected money. He distributed it well. But in... Uh, chapter 10 and verse 4, Cornelius stared at this angel that had appeared uh, in the room. Uh, what is it, Lord, that you want with me? He asked. I wonder how many of us have ever had um, a visitation of an angel. I never have, but some people do see these things in their dreams. And God speaks to them through dreams as they sleep and gives them words of wisdom. But this angel is a physical being in the room where Cornelius is. 
and Cornelius is perplexed and worried and fearful. And he asked the Lord, what is it that you want with me? And the angel answered, your prayers and your gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. So God has noticed the goodness of this man, Cornelius. Now he sends an angel to speak into his heart because he had plans for Cornelius that he would have never ever dreamt would come his way. He tried to live a good life and he thought he was doing well um, in that life. But now the angel of the Lord comes and shares with him. The angel answered, your prayers and your gifts, as I said, have been answered. <clears throat> and uh, God has seen all this goodness. Now, would you send some of your men, ask some of your men to go to Joppa, and there you'll find a man called Peter. He is staying with Simon, the tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants. They were devout soldiers who <clears throat> was one of his attendants. They were his main men, as it were. He told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. Now they went on the way to Joppa to find this man, Peter, now, I'm sure they would have heard of him before because he was one of Jesus's disciples and news would have spread far and wide about the apostles and Peter especially. And in order to prepare Peter, he has a vision, as we see. I won't go through every verse of this, but Peter is up on the roof. In Israel, they had flat roofs, which they went up and used them as it were a garden. And Peter was up there praying. Jewish people prayed three times a day. And they ate three times a day. They ate um, mid-morning. They had a light snack. They ate early evening or late afternoon. And they ate after sunset. So this was 3 p.m. in the afternoon, we're told in this passage. And Peter is on the roof and he's going about his daily ritual of praying. So he's praying to God and seeking God. And God puts him in a trance. And Peter is hungry and his hunger takes over his prayer thoughts. Now, I don't know about you, but this can happen to us too. We can be praying and our minds become busy or we become hungry or something happens to disturb us, to disturb the pattern of our prayer. And this is the same for Peter here. He has this um, real hunger and it's not a mealtime, so... It would be unusual for him to be hungry at this point. But you see, then he sees this sheep coming down from heaven with all these animals on it. And we're told in this passage that Peter is in a trance. So he's in a semi-conscious state. 
and he can see this sheet coming down from heaven and he wonders what what is this about why are all these animals on this sheet now keep in your mind that peter is hungry and god speaks to him from heaven and says if you're hungry take and eat from this sheet but peter being a good jewish person couldn't eat anything unclean so he begins to have this discussion with god about how can i take something from this sheet from heaven and eat from it because the things there are unclean and we see in leviticus 11 uh, the food laws that are set out there and they were strict they could only eat clean animals and this was what what would be called kosher and this would be animals that are been killed properly and have had all their lifeblood drained away and that they would be clean there would be no split hooved animals in the diet of uh, the jewish people but there were all sorts on this sheet and peter said but how can i take something from here and eat it i know i'm hungry but i can't eat unclean things and god says to him why do you call the things i provide uh, unclean so it says in verse 15 the voice spoke to him a second time do not call anything impure that god has made clean this happened three times and immediately the sheep was taken back to heaven peter had missed his opportunity here but i'm sure the message had clearly gone home to him but did he really understand what had gone on because it says in verse 17 while peter was wondering about the meaning of the vision the men of cornelius house found him and they arrived at simon the tanner's house and peter welcomed them in um, and he wondered well who are these men and they said we have come from cornelius's house and you're to come with us so peter offered uh, hospitality and they ate together slept the night and the very next day they headed off to cornelius's house and when they arrived uh, in caesarea uh, cornelius was expecting peter to come as the guest of honor and there were lots of people gathered too many verses to go in and uh, break it down word for word but the men were gathered in this place in cornelius's front room as it were and they were there eager to hear what this man peter had to say and uh, cornelius explains uh, to peter that in verse 30 of chapter 10 four days ago i was in my house praying at the hour at three in the afternoon <clears throat> clothes uh, suddenly a man in shining clothes sorry stood before me and said cornelius god has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor sent to joppa for this man called peter 
is a guest in the house of Simon the Tanner who lives by the sea. So I sent for you immediately and it was good for you to have come. Now we're all here in the presence of God to listen to everything that God has commended you to tell us. So these people that were gathered were curious. They were God-fearing people, but they were not God-believing people. They didn't have a personal relationship with God, but they had a prayer life with God. And they did good things, so they thought they were pleasing God. And their actions enabled Peter to be in their presence. And then Peter began to speak and they listened to all that he had to say. And the Spirit of God fell upon Peter and he shared his message. He shared the gospel, basically, and he told these men gathered of all that God had done for them and all that man had done to his son by crucifying him in order to bring salvation to the world. And at this time of pandemic, when we keep being told that we're coming out of this uh, lockdown, we need to uh, be ready for those that want to come under the sound as it were of the gospel, those that are hungry to find out, those people in society that are God-fearers that need to hear the message of the gospel. And as church becomes um, more open and things hopefully in the not too distant future will return to normal, churches I believe will find either two things that churches will remain the same and the same people will attend them or churches will receive new inquisitive people just like those in the house of Cornelius they will come to seek what the message of God is although they don't know what they're looking for people at this time have been looking for hope and for answers and Peter shares in the same way that we hopefully one day will have the ability to share the good news of God and the love of Jesus Christ and the actions of his words cause many well it's it doesn't say many it says everyone in the room to believe and accept Jesus into their hearts as Lord and Saviour and the actions here uh, of the disciples and the apostles is that everybody was baptised with water and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So there were two baptisms going on here, one of the Spirit and one of water. The conversion was complete and many were added to the church that day. Um, and uh, the men in the room were so keen 
to hear more from Peter, they requested it says in the final verse uh, of 47 of this section, they asked him to stay with them for a few more days. And there would have been a, a lot of people outside of the house that would have been inquisitive and um, eager to know what had gone on. So Peter explains his actions. And many Gentiles are now added to the church. And the first mission has started, and it started well. Now, Peter didn't really understand fully why he had to go to Cornelius' house. What did this sheep mean that came down from heaven? Well, the sheep from heaven was saying that where I send you and what I ask you to do, believe in faith, that it's not unclean, it's not ungodly, but you're to reach out in the same way that Peter could have taken from that sheep. And what was on there deemed as unclean would have become clean because God had blessed it. And as we move into the future months, we need to have a hope and a certainty that God will provide for us. And whoever God sends our way, then they've been sent there for a reason. And it's because they are looking for hope. And they're looking to hear what God has to offer them. And we have this message, as the song says, to tell to the nation. And we need to tell it well, so that many will come under the love of Christ and accept him as Lord and Saviour. And I pray that God will give us a boldness of spirit to step out and do our part. Just sometimes by the way we live our lives out in the community can attract others into the church in which we worship. So I don't know who is uh, gathered there this morning and who is listening online, but I trust that you would be inspired by this passage that we've shared together, that God can use us in the fervence of his kingdom, just as he used Peter to reach out to Cornelius and his household. They were Romans, they were God-fearers, and now they were God-believers. And there are many that need to change from the way that they live their lives now to become God-worshippers rather than fearers of God. Let us pray. Father, I thank you that you have spoken through your word this morning. I pray that our hearts would be full of love for you, that our minds would be challenged by the words that we've heard, and our hearts would be full of expectation of all that you can do through us. Father God, I pray that Culver Church would be ready to receive new people, just as the whole house of Cornelius received you as their Lord and Saviour. I pray that if one day people come to the door of the church wanting to hear the sound of the gospel, I pray that this would be the story that we can tell for ourselves, that it will become our reality. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would fill us afresh 
that you will take our lives and you will let them be holy and consecrated, Lord, to thee. I pray this in and through the power of Jesus. Amen.